Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're going to bite a kneecap off. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Oh, turn my mic on, FP. Rookie mistake. Welcome back. Steiny and Guru, no Steiny today. FP, <laughs> thank you. FP in for Steiny, and we got it rolling. Just reacting to a beautiful football game Saturday night. Yay! And two games yesterday. Were you locked in for yesterday's game, or were you kind of dozing in and out? Or I was locked in for the Bills game, okay. Bills Chiefs. Yeah, that was that was the game. That was solid. I, I do watch the Lions. I, you know, being a closet Lions fans yeah. back in the day. So yeah, but the the, the Bills Chiefs game was amazing. I, I, we got robbed of another classic by dude missing the field goal at the end. Well, I wanted 34-34 overtime. Let's go I see another one like last year. When those two teams lock horns, we talked about it earlier too. I'm, 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 this is another horrible take, and yeah. I've had some horrible takes today. But I, I like the Taylor, you're being too hard. I like the Taylor Swift thing, man. I think it's good. I think it's good if you get eyes on your game and you grow your game. And everybody hates that she's always getting shown in the booth after Kelsey does something. But I, I love the whole thing, and then I love Jason Kelsey with his shirt off, like partying after his brother scored. I, I was mean, like, how about win a game? Sick. But then it's sick. his brother. So yeah, I loved it, dope. dude. He had the shirt off yeah. with the. He went. I don't know. Do you, do you go like shaved stomach, hairy chest? And he yeah. had the snail trail. That was going out down. of. Uh, he had the snail trail of hair going down the middle, and I'm just like, is that a thing now? Shave your stomach, yeah, leave the chest. Yeah, hairy? that was out of lambda lambda. I don't know what uh, <laughs> what that was. I was like, oh boy, Animal House. That's what that was out yeah, of. Yeah, everybody hates Taylor Swift, and they're all sick of it. And I'm like, why? I think it's cool. I've said this uh, a couple weeks ago, and I still mean it. You tell me what you think real quick before we get back to these calls. I want to see Niner Ravens Part 2. If the Niners are able to get past Detroit, which I expect them to, um, I do got questions about the defense. We know that. But I do want to see Part 2 to see if if Kyle, Brock, and just the team as a whole, the defense, because they kind of you know had no pressure on Lamar, but he's got wheels more so than uh, Jordan Love. I would like to see that uh Part two, as far as Super Bowl, for not me. not to jinx anything, okay, right. because you got to beat the Lions. So let's not get ahead of ourselves. Right. But I had friends last night. And I want to get your take on this, Goo. That would rather face Lamar than Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. They're more scared of Mahomes than Lamar Jackson, and I I was like, no way, dude. Well, I, I'll say, man, I'm not mad at that, and I kind of expect who Mahomes to beat Lamar now because they got their gig, they're, they're like Stella, they got their groove back with Rice coming back, and they look different. Who would you be more scared of in the Super Bowl? Which quarterback? Between the AFC guys. You know what, FP? That's a great one, but I'm going to say Lamar because I've seen it in its recency bias. He had this Niner defense on skates. They got a physical defense. They run hard. They tackle. So, what about resume? Uh, it would be Mahomes, and Mahomes beat him on That's that stage saying. before in 2019. So it would be part two for that too. Yeah, I'm a different quarterback. I know. I think they both scare me, but you got to beat the Lions. I'm, I'm getting right. these are for next week's shows if if yeah. they win on Sunday. Let's go out to Javier in Vacaville. He wasn't too happy with the win. What's up, Javi? Turn your radio you doing, down, Mr. baby. Johnson? What's up, baby? Turn your radio down for How us. You doing? All right. Oh, I ain't got no radio now. Sorry okay. about that. But yeah, how you doing, Mr. Johnson? How you doing? FP Santangelo what? took a walk across to the other side. Now, uh, <laughs> I think I think I think fans are uh, a little. How would we say? Um, you know, from my standpoint, there it wasn't. It just didn't look buttoned up. You know, and it's it's concerning. We're all happy with the win. I'm more than you know exuberant about the victory. But when you look at things. 
it just wasn't it wasn't dressed up. It didn't look uh, I wouldn't even say dominant, but past performances in playoff games, it just looked like head and shoulders. We were the better team. Now credit Green Bay, but the point is that we look at things and logistically like the special teams. Isaiah Oliver is the field safety, and he just played inside shade and takes I don't even know what pass. He's not on his correct track, and he lets the best returner in the NFL this year, Nixon, get to the boundary, and it's like that's not how the 49ers play football consistently. And if we have these type of blunders where, again, we're talking about, well, you know, we beat the Packers. Well, if we have run fits like that against the Lions, which lack thereof run fits, A gap to B gap, Aaron Jones averaging 100-plus yards, our first one in 51 consecutive games, we're going to lose. And it's nothing about being bad. It's just we play sound defense, stopping the run, good special teams, not turning the ball over. But that was the complete opposite. And and it's we can't beat a team like Detroit. You can't beat a team like Baltimore, Kansas City, playing that way. And when you have a two-week hiatus to the break as well as the bye, you're thinking, okay, they got the rest <laughs> as well as they got the bye. They should look 200% different. Granted, the weather and the elements, but hey, man, this is your stadium. Why are the Niners having to switch their cleats? They should have knew the field condition. Yeah, no doubt. No, that's a great call, Javi. We appreciate it. That is something not getting a lot of run. Like, this is your home. This is your turf. You didn't have to travel. And I don't know if it's because Green Bay plays on the frozen, the frozen tundra. They're kind of, there's no grass that will confuse us, but the Niners were slipping left and right. And it felt like just throughout that whole game, the duration of it, FP, they didn't get that handled. Like, they kind of lost that battle. They don't know how to play in the rain. It's like we don't know how to drive in the rain in California. Wow. It's the same thing. They're not used to it. So it took them time to make adjustments, and you're changing the cleats like you're a NASCAR pit crew trying to get the, the longer spikes on there. And, yeah, like yeah, I, I was worried about I tweeted out that I had one worry, Brock Purdy in his hands in the rain. I tweeted that before the game. That but was that was almost worry. like a joke because we hadn't seen it. Re- like I know Cleveland, it was drizzling. It was kind of – I never really once thought that was a thing, but and that's the beauty of social media. It was out there before the game. Uh, Larry Kruger tweeted last Monday. I was in here messing with Steiny about eighty-five uh, percent chance of rain, seventeen uh, thunderstorm, and it actually I rained. But never once did I really think it was going to have an impact on the game. But moving forward. Like you said, you get, you went weatherman on me. Uh, there's no precipitation this weekend, allegedly. 66 and sunny. So he baby. should be fine, and this should be the normal Brock Purdy. But what I'm a little nervous about, because some, I think I'm being positive today, because I came in saying I was not going to nitpick. The Niners, they're so good and, and locked in, and I mean this, Green Bay couldn't get their attention. Green Bay mentally couldn't get them for the uh, up to their A game, their standards. But you're looking at me now like if you're a real pro, it ain't who you're playing. You just know you got a playoff game. You get yourself ready. But FP, I thought there was a part of that. So now you're telling me this is what you guys put out after two weeks off, which will be the same two weeks you'll have if you're able to beat Detroit to go to the Super Bowl. So, But they had like 20 days off. Brock Purdy had 20 days. Uh, like that's something I don't know that anybody's touching on today, and maybe I forgot to touch on it. But like twenty days off is a lot, and I know in football might be different. McCaffrey missed the last game. But there the was some game. bad reads. Purdy missed the How last game. How did Savage drop that ball? How do we see the bowl? He game? threw it right to him. Like that's concern. That was Baltimore esque. That was like, oh my god. What did he say? Yeah, like, you don't just – I can't flush that out of my system. I don't know about you. Did the college playoffs, like Michigan and Alabama, those guys had a month off, right. and they played rusty. They played, Well, damn. So I'm not sure what it's like in football. Obviously, you rest, you get healthy. I thought the defense with 14 days off would be playing faster. Oh, I don't know if it was the weather that made them play slow. They looked slow. Uh, they were out physical by Green Bay on both sides of the football on the line of scrimmage. But maybe they were rusty, dude. Maybe 20 days off for a quarterback and a running back is a lot. I don't think – McCaffrey, nobody's healthy this time of year, but I don't think McCaffrey's like, I think he's dinged up, dinged wow. up. Like, that's and, interesting. And that's probably why he wasn't as used as much as everybody was yelling at the TV, like, run the ball, run the ball. Packers. Well, they defense. did on the final drive. Yeah, they and, did. And, that and, was 49 yeah, look, look what Look what happened. That, you got a touchdown. And then Brock was 6 of 7. Should have been 7 and 7. Kittle dropped that pass right in his hand. Which you don't see a lot. Yeah, that was weird. There was so much weird stuff going on, but they weathered the storm, yes, literally, figuratively, and they're moving on. So that's all that matters. That's, 
I don't care. I'm not going to say I'm here. with you. I don't care. Right. I don't care how they played. Am I worried about the Lions? I'm worried about the Lions. Well, yeah. And I'll say this. 888-957-9570. FPN for Steiny. We are rocking and rolling until 2 p.m. The defense a concern. But let's go out to uh, Fox in Oakland. What's up, Fox? What's up, FPN Guru? Quick shout-out to Steiny. Sending you positive vibes. For there you go. Surgery. So, gentlemen, here's what I want to say. And once I wrap, please share both of your perspectives on this. No one can argue that both the Niners and the Lions are extremely talented. They deserve to be in the NFC Championship game. But here's what I'm wondering. Where is the hunger to dominate and to win? And as Guru often refers to it, where's that inner dog? That hunger, that dog can't just come from two or three guys. It can't just come from, for example, Debo on the offensive side or from Warner on the defensive side. It's got to come from more players, especially on the D-line and Bosa. Do we need to start calling you Casper? I mean, seriously, where are you at, Nick? Zero stacks in your last four playoff games is unacceptable. Show us the hunger, the desire to dominate the opposition instead of getting put in your place by a wide receiver serving you a weak block on the O-line. And a great example of what I'm talking about is Jennings. He showed us that he's got that dog in him. The way he was putting, playing and getting into it with Valentine on the sideline after that one play, that's the dog-like mentality that we need to see from more of the 49ers on both sides of the ball. And I'll end with this final comment, gents. The Lions are going to be hungry this weekend. And the main question I have is, are we going to show our collective inner dog? And are we going to be hungrier than the Lions to win? If we don't, and if not, in my opinion, that could be the difference maker that will and could be our detriment on Sunday. Well, I'll say this to that. The inner dog, as much as I'm coming down the defensive road, they held the Packers to three multiple times, and that's why you had a chance to win that game. So if they didn't have that inner dog after that 50-yard run by uh, Jones, we've seen defenses just collapse and lay down, and then all you got to do is run the ball the next play. He's going to take it to the house. That didn't happen. So I'm with them on Bosa. This is uncanny. You talk about Fred Dean, Charles Haley, just all the – all the greats that that have donned this uniform to get after the quarterback and get paid, and and from a national perspective, FP, you're that dude. You're Michael Strahan. So I don't think anybody's being harsh, but this is. I am looking at Bosa like, where are you, Goo? I've said this all season. There's a reason why there's training camp. There's oh, a reason man. why you gear up to get ready for the season. If you miss it, I don't care if you're lifting weights every day and you're doing this, your sprints and your uphill sprints. There's no substitute for game speed. There's no substitute for getting in game shape. There's a reason why there's a preseason. There's a reason why there's spring training. And there's a reason why it's been for however many years that I think if, if Nick Bosa had to be honest with himself at the end of the season that he's been playing uphill wow. and okay. catch-up ball all chasing. season. Uh. Been chasing because he, he came in late. He played that first game against Pittsburgh and played every damn snap, and he looked like he was gassed. He, I don't know what happened Sunday. But he played damn near all the snaps Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. He played all the snaps Saturday, but there was times when he looked tired. Like he's, He looks <sighs> slower to me this year. He looks bigger and slower to me this year, and I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if you signed the big contract, which is human nature. I've seen this happen to a lot of guys, and you take a deep breath. You're like, I got the big contract. I'm good. I don't think Nick Bosa has that kind of character where he's going to take that deep breath. But if you watch the way he's played, I think it's 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 a he wasn't ready to play based on sitting out and negotiating that contract, missing the preseason, and coming in on the first game of the year, and he's been playing uphill football all season long. No, well said. Uh, and again, at the end of the day, it's not a funeral. The Niners won 24-21. They host the NFC Championship game. Uh, the game, the same game they've been in the last three years. So just think about that. A lot of fan bases would trade places with what the Niners have going on. And now you just wonder, a, a team of destiny, that's what I called it last week, FP, and maybe that's why the kicker missed the kick. But if you look at his record throughout the season, Spadoni was letting me know he's hooked some right and left. But uh, the Niners move on, and that was just about what we'll talk about this week. Obviously, we'll you know highlight the game, but it, this is the beautiful thing about being a fan because that's what I am, FP. You're a player. Now you're a fan, but I'm a fan. Pete Franklin told me short for fanatic, but at the end of the day, it's how you feel, and if you just 
take a poll of the calls we've taken. A lot of Niner fans keeping a perspective. They're happy, but some are nervous because of what they didn't see. Saturday night. Yeah, everybody say they got lucky. I, I, I don't know if I believe. You don't like that? I, I don't like lucky. Because uh, when, when when the defense had to make a play, the defense made huh? a play. When the offense had to have a drive, the offense had the drive at the end of the game. So they they played horribly for three-plus quarters. And all of a sudden, when push came to shove and they needed stops, they got stops. When push came to shove and they needed a drive, they got the drive. So I'm just going to hang my hat on what happened last. And was I concerned? Was I worried throughout the game? Was I anxious? Of course. And I'm thinking if they bow out in the first round based on the last two seasons they've had, that there's going to be a lot of flack. And maybe there's changes gonna, are going to be made. And maybe so that's you went over, there. Right maybe there. it's overreaction. Okay, and right. I told you during the game, and this is thinking negatively, and I'm usually the most positive dude in the room, that I was starting to wonder in my Brock Purdy fandom, right? and I'm Brock Purdy fanboy over here, president of the Brock Purdy fan club, that is this our guy moving forward? Like those thoughts were creeping into my head I, during the game. That's why I mess with you, Which man. is terrible, dude. No, but I appreciate that. We appreciate the honesty. Do, I'm an open book. Like yeah. My life's been an open book. I have nothing. I'd like to share share my feelings and my emotions and then I felt bad for thinking that way and there was a time when I was waiting for the Niners to lose like I know it was 21-17 or whatever it was and that 50-yard run by was, Jones for me had that that's when I was yeah like, oh, it, it, or it with the kickoff return I forgot that that he fumbled the, and the got kickoff it. return he fumbled and he got it and you're like the bounces aren't going our way and to win a championship in any sport the bounces have to go your way and he, you start thinking like superstitiously at that point and the vibe of the people I was with I was in a very crowded bar with a lot of people and I think a lot of Niners fans were just like very anxious and very waiting for the team to lose they were they were waiting for like there was a lot of negativity floating through you could feel it I don't know I would love to hear from people that were at the game yeah. and what the vibe was at Call us, yeah yeah it, give us a w- ring was it the same or was it quiet was it uh, anxious? Were, were you guys sitting around waiting for him to lose, or did you have the faith that they were going to find a way to pull this out? And you know what? we And that's why I give Brock Purdy all the credit in the world. Maybe he needed this one, you know? It, it wasn't pretty like it normally is, and he's not perfect, and nor has he told us that, but he's been playing some damn good football at a level to where we're like, man, and I still think a movie's coming. I keep saying that if he pulls this thing off just by where he was drafted. But what about the last drive? There's no Debo, right? So I'm thinking to myself, I, I'm a big Star Wars guy, the Darth Vader starts to creep in if if Brock Purdy wasn't mentally strong and he's thinking, I got no Debo and you know now he's starting to tense up a little bit and all he does is throw to a guy that I didn't even know was on the team in Conley. We didn't even talk about Jawan Jennings. He was great. The throw that Purdy made, that I, I swear to you, I dude. thought, yeah, oh okay, but he held on to it. I thought it was a pick, but let's hear George Kittle talk about those two in particular and how big they were on that drive. I mean, Juwan's wonderful. Like, he's going to throw his body around the block. He catches everything that you throw at him. Um, he runs the ball now, apparently. And um, like, how about that? How about that third down? Was it a third down across the middle and Brock just feathered that over? Oh my goodness gracious! So yeah, for Juwan, he made a bunch of really good plays for us tonight. And then Chris Conley, who's out there, and a lot of the time he's just running deep routes to try to get the coverage to drop, so we can hit guys underneath that. And he does that at hundred percent effort every single time. You see him on the practice field. He does all the scout team reps. He does our reps. He's just an ultimate grinder, and that's what you want, you know, on your football team. You want guys that just love the game and they want to go out there and do whatever they can to help the team win. And then finally, when your numbers called, take advantage of the opportunity. And that's exactly what he did tonight. I'm just very happy for him. And Juwan's just being Juwan, which is really fun for us. Man, he's drinking some coffee. Yeah, he's really ready. He's ready. He, he, I love it. He, Kittle, he reminds me of Hunter Pence. Like, they're they're cut from the same I'm going to give you an A- on that. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the same. <laughs> have you used that before, or did that just come off your head? No, I thought it. I've okay. thought it many times. They have the same demeanor, the same makeup. Uh, the fan same, favorite. Same energy level. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big George Kittle fan. Yeah, and every, everything you said right there, that pass that he feathered in between three. I thought it was a pick. I thought it was just <laughs> luck. He just threw it. That was like a Hail Mary where Jawan just came down with it. Like, so good for Jennings for going up and getting that ball. But there was three dudes right in the middle, and I don't know how he got that ball in there. I don't even think Brock Purdy knows how he got I that ball it. in there. I love it. FP, buckle up because we, we take all calls. We don't shun any calls. To, we don't care what the subject matter yeah, is. But we got Marlon and Cupertino. I'll let him tell you what he wants to talk about. What's up, Marlon? What's going on, man? Talk how y'all to doing us. over there? We hanging in, man. Man, it's all good. So, um, 
my guy might remember me. I can't. I called in and I talked to my man when he on FP when he had his own show and he was calling me Lou Rawls. And uh, oh, I learned such that. a good voice, too. Yeah. So I don't even have a voice today. I'm really I've jealous. Never today. had, yeah. So, so I was um, not so much trying to disagree with him at the time, um, but I had a different stance, and I'm I'm really glad that Steiny isn't there today because Steiny has a problem with being humble. So the first thing I wanted to speak to was you, Guru. I listened all week. And I listened to the score that you predicted. Thirty eighteen. And I said, yeah. I, I, I said to myself, "You can't be upset with Guru because he's just a fan. Like he's not a player; he's a fan. So if you were a player, I think your first mindset would be like, "Yeah, we're not putting up that many points in the ring. That's ridiculous, right?" But being a fan, your statement was, "Oh, the weather's not going to matter." Like. Okay, you you see how wrong you were. No doubt about the it. Second step, the second step is for FP. I really appreciate you being humble today, man, because even though you're, you're the number one for the Brock Purdy fan club, my statement to you back then was the same as the young lady said that everybody's mad about. Like, we got seven real gunslingers in this playoff, and we had Brock. Like, Brock looked nervous at times. We still ran our system. We don't depend on Brock to be a, you know, a Kansas City, a a Baltimore, a Green Bay. We're talking about real, legit bomb arms. We do not have that. For us to have a great system quarterback is good. Sometimes he does things outside of the systems, which are great. But the quarterbacks that we're looking at now, real Elway type of arms, Brock does not have that. So when when I hear FP say, damn, is this really our quarterback of the future? Like, what's going on? More so than feeling like he's right or wrong. I just love when people can take a look at the other side of the prism. Like, maybe he's not what I thought. Maybe we need to take a look. So so I really appreciate you, FP. Guru, I appreciate you too, but I appreciate you from a fan standpoint. Like, you should have been saying what you said. Oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. But FP knows if he were playing baseball and the pitcher is pitching with a, a wet baseball, it's not going to be the same as if it was dry. And you were speaking of the football game like 38 to 10, like it's a sunny day, 70 degrees. Bro, it wasn't that. But let me, yeah, listen. Oh, I think you're gone. But if he can hear me, let me just say this about that. And I appreciate that call. Uh, Lou Rawls, that was a good call. What about this? If you still, if Team A executed the right way, and Green Bay would have took advantage of those, what we all as adults can say were mishaps and bad reads, there's one team, not in the red and gold, that could have scored 38 points. Yeah, I'll leave that there. My point is it could have been a blowout. I just thought the team that would make the other team commit the turnovers would be wearing red and gold. So I get his premise of his call, but I still feel like there's a little victory nugget for me in the sense that, had Green Bay fourth and one blunders, uh, miss miss kicks, had they had they showed up, they could have scored more. They could have got to thirty eight. Now I still would have been wrong because I had the Niners scoring thirty eight. But FP, my point is, just because there was precipitation doesn't mean you couldn't run up the score. And Green Bay was executing, out executing the Niners. Can I dare say fifty five minutes of that sixty minute game? Yeah, but they they played last week. They beat Dallas in Dallas. They had confidence. They had momentum. They didn't sit around for 14 days or like Brock Purdy, 20 days because he took the last week off and Christian McCaffrey took the last week off. So what you saw was, I don't know, a combination of rust, I think, yeah. a combination of... They're not team, using any like, excuses. One to team that's credit. used to playing in the weather and one team that had momentum, one team that came out and smacked them right in the mouth on the first drive and they went, oh, geez, they were playing downhill football. 
They were physical. They were winning the line of scrimmage from the jump. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad they got out of there. I'm glad they escaped with a win. As far as the baseball thing goes, in the rain, baseball players are soft. We're all soft. We don't play. If it just sprinkles, we cancel the game. So we're like, we never have to worry about uh, an Aaron Hicks fastball at 105 miles an hour hitting us in the head and killing us. Because if it rains, we just don't play because we're Look all soft. You. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. Like, there was a victory for me. I hear you, FP, but there was a victory for me in that phone call. And, and, and dude, we like you. Give us a call back. But we see your calls. But, again, it's a victory for the San Francisco 49ers. They'll be playing in their third straight NFC Championship game. And if you know the P word, perspective, just take a step back, put the drink down, just put your fork down, and just think about – what other fan? What other team would you want to be rooting for? So one, that's the kudos to Kyle. Is kudos to Lynch. Is kudos to the players because it's been different quarterbacks, different everything. But at the end of the day, Sunday at three thirty, they host the uh, NFC Championship game. They're favored again. I don't know if that's a bad omen. I may be done. I may retire. I may be calling it now. I may retire from the prediction business because, FP, I'm telling you, I felt every bit it because the caller was saying, fan, nah, I think I'm my own John Madden. Uh, rest in peace to the GOAT. I think I've watched these teams enough to know that Green Bay just couldn't Joe Frazier out. They, y- You weren't strong enough, and they were. And they shocked me. I got that wrong, but I expect a great game this Sunday. But the bottom line is, Wilkes, you need to get your unit in intact in or whatever is not going on with that defense. You need to fix it. We see your calls. We'll get to them on the other side. It's a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to first5california.com. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Merrill West Credit Union, working for you today, tomorrow, together. To Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Yes, yes, yes. No Steiny. FP in for Steiny. As Steiny gets some medical attention, he'll be back with us shortly. But today is about the Niners and their fans. We want you to sound off on the big 24-21 victory over the Green Bay Packers that puts the Niners in the NFC Championship game for the third straight year. We want to hear from you. The We got people on the lines right now, but hit us at triple. 9579570 I'm telling you FP I came in here I ain't it may sound like it but I'm telling you the bottom line is a win is a win especially a playoff win you ain't got to apologize for nothing I think we've been pretty good on that but a lot of people calling with the stuff that they like to see kind of fixed we're here for you but Man, you just said it earlier. Who's got it better than Niner fans in the sense of, I go back to 2019. You were 4-12 the year before. Kyle turned that around with Jimmy Garoppolo and the team. Should have beat Mahomes. The dynasty started then for Kansas City, if you ask me. You blew that. Uh, year goes by. You got injuries, COVID. You come back. You get to the NFC Championship game after again against the Rams after being three and five. You turn your season around. That debacle in the rain against the the Colts on Sunday Night Football, where it looked like oh boy, you turn that around to get to the NFC Championship game. We saw last year. They kind of got ripped out from underneath them because Brock Purdy got hurt. And bam, here we are again with a rookie quarterback or second-year quarterback. Um, I get if you still want to call him a rookie, but, you know, his first full season, you're right back at the game before the Super Bowl. You can't ask for anything more from a head coach and hire. You give me what for that? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cities that would wish they could be in the NFC Championship game every year. But I, I, get, I guarantee if you ask 49er fans today, like, what is a successful season? Even if they beat the Lions and lose in the Super Bowl, I would say 85 to 90% of Niner fans would say it's a failure if they don't have a parade on Market Street this year. So we call that so, here Super Bowl or bust. Is this, is this an entitlement? It, it, have, or do you want your fan base to expect that from your team every year? Because like if, if you talk to, like I don't know, Colts fans or whoever, they're just looking for a good season. They're probably feeling good uh, about what they did this year. But like the standards have been set so high right here. Are we being 
What what kind of fan base are we today if we're just like picking apart a win to get our team to the NFC Championship game, potential Super Bowl against the AFC? Like, is is this what is this what like all cities do? If you win a game, to sit there and go, well, look, Brock Purdy sucked. The defense sucked. This sucked. Jake Moody sucked. Like the way Kyle called the game at the end of the second quarter sucked. Like they got to get better. Is it just like we're worried about next week against the Lions so much that we're going to nitpick this or you know, if I go, if I go to just win, baby, that's that's all we cared about. We didn't care if we made eight errors yeah. and we won ten to nine. If we won, we're drinking a beer and the music's out in the locker room. So like, we didn't care. But I guess the stakes are so high right now. And Niner fans, I've said this a lot. This region is spoiled in so many different regards. Where the Giants win 10, 12, and fourteen, and I have I had Giants fans tell me during that run, I just wish they could win one at home. They always win Damn. the road. This sucks. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to win a championship? And I guess my point is, it's really hard to win a championship. A lot of luck is involved. A lot of it's just your time in the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I don't care how they played. It was it was an anxiety-ridden game. And I, we were getting pissed. And, and we were like, oh, my God, nothing's going right. It's all going wrong. But as an athlete, when you have everything going wrong, and you still find a way to win a game you probably shouldn't have. The Packers outplayed him. The back Packers were the better team. Love was the better quarterback. And they still... They're st Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they offer. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission playing next week so we can sit here because it's sports talk radio and we want to hear from the fans of course yeah but like are, is it just being too nitpicky to sit here and be pissed that the Niners won 24 yes, and and you said it it starts with I believe how old you are and what type of Niner fan and what have you seen you know in your lifetime and that leads to expectations uh, in regard to Kyle Shanahan I shared with you and the listeners that I feel like he needs you know that Super Bowl win to kind of you know solidify just how great he is but that's neither here nor there you are right and again you played the former athlete it's about advancing and any if today is the day you want to nitpick more than you know, rejoice or grasp in the glory. Shout out Denzel. Then, then I think you got it wrong because you're more negative than positive. Today is about reflection. Yeah, it wasn't our best game, and I tell you what. I can't get over the fact that that 0-30 stat was staring everybody in the face on a national stage. Uh, uh, Burkhart and, and, and Olsen had said it, 0-30 by trailing by four or more, going in the fourth. FP, they were down seven. So now I'm sitting here like I'm up here. Daryl the Guru Johnson, I went third person talking about destiny, and here goes this stat that's about to be tested, and Brock Purdy not having his best game, arguably his worst game, drives his team down the field, not for a field goal, a touchdown, and then on top of that, before we grab these calls, a lot of people are calling saying Love outplayed Purdy. Love had three timeouts and a minute and what, something seconds to go do what he did, he could have just got a field goal. But to throw that pass 
that was a rookie and he is mistake on first down FP. It was kind of like, dude, now I know it's the uh, escape drill and the receivers are supposed to help their quarterback and wherever he's running, you run on that. They did none of that. But at the end of the day, he didn't pass his test on getting him in position to get the game time field goal or take the lead. And Brock Purdy did so. Obviously, he had more time. But maybe that's the best thing that could have happened to this team is Brock faced more his immortality and he he answered it. And maybe against Detroit, he'll be a better version of himself. Dude, we had a saying it was find a way. You you gotta find a way. That sounds like a song. Niners found a way. Like so, when everything's going south and and you're getting all the calls are going against you, and I'm gonna do the new Rockney speech right now. <laughs> you got you gotta go you gotta go win one for the Brocker or, or whatever. But like like everything was not going their way. Whether it was drop passes by George Kittle, whether it was stupid penalties, fumbles. dude, my biggest fumbles pet, you can't recover. Dude, my biggest pet peeve in football, besides missed field goals and kickers, because I can't stand kickers. Is, I, you're is, like me. I can't stand. They should kickers. ban them. Please, please, don't even. A get touchdown me should be seven points. FP special teams guys. Cannot, <laughs> Here comes little Davy to ruin this drive that these dudes put. Anyway, go ahead. I'm special sorry. teams guys, goo can't take penalties. You can't get in a dust up after a kickoff and cost my team oh, 15 man. yards. You don't play. You're on the special teams. You can't come into the game and try to be the hero and knock somebody over after the whistle and get a personal foul 15 yards on me. Those are my two biggest pet peeves in football. Bro, you're on special teams. He's going to kick it out of the end zone. They're not even returning it. And if they do return it, and you're going to get in a dust-up after that, and you're on special teams, and now i got to start 15 yards further back because you don't even play. I don't even know who you are, and you're getting a penalty. That pisses me off. Thanks for letting me just No, no doubt. I love it. Let's go out to uh, San Leandro and see what Jonathan has on his mind. What's up, Jonathan? Jonathan. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> yeah, you're gone. Hey, Austin in San Jose, one of our regulars. What's up, baby? You calling the gloat? I know, I know, I know what you're yes, about sir. to call. No, <laughs> no sir. FP, nice to talk to you. Spent some time in my hometown, D.C., so I know you got some things that you could share another show uh, maybe about D.C. and what's happening with the commanders. But listen, yeah, I want to go a little bit. I told you not to disrespect Jordan Love, man. You did. And I think, I think that the 49ers, they won the game. That's really all that matters. But the young, the young kid uh, made a few mistakes down the stretch. Otherwise, uh, Green Bay wins that game. Uh, he panicked a little bit down the stretch. I thought the game was won. Green Bay definitely did enough to win the game. But it came down to a few different things at the end. And, hey, 49ers walked away. But listen, D-Guru, you said team of destiny. In my mind, Detroit's more like the team of destiny right Ooh, now. I mean, might be the, 49ers, the, 49, the 49ers better not better not take those guys lightly. I tell you what, if they had the same attitude they had against Green Bay and you had them 38-10, to 10, that's not going to happen, man. Detroit will win this game. If the 49ers think they're going to blow them out, Detroit's going to win the game. That's all. They better play like underdogs. That's what I think they should do. Play like underdogs. Dude, you're, you're dead on. And the 49ers are going to be the villains this week. And the America, America's team right now is Detroit. Oh, there's Detroit no doubt. Line. No doubt about it. So the only, the only region that's going to love this game is us and the Niners because yeah. everybody, the rest of the country is rooting for the Lions. No doubt about and Dan it. Dan Campbell and Jared Goff. This is a great story and how Goff got traded away to the crap team and now and people forget golf took the regardless of where you have him ranked he took the Rams to the Super Bowl and the credit you get is the knife in his back is you know what you're the weak link you're out of here you're going to Detroit thinking you know what we're not going to win and now look where he's at so it has all the ingredients of a good story but Austin called me Friday to kind of check me and put me in my place when I had that prediction FP of 38 to 10 but I got to be honest and I was just going to ask him that and I know we got Willard and Dibs coming in here uh, not too far off to get their perspective on this. I didn't think Green Bay's defense could do what they did to the Niner offense and kind of trick Brock Purdy. They were jumping in the passing lanes. They were doing all type of little stuff to throw them off. And again, it would have, could have, should have, FP, if they would have caught a ball or two. This show is, and the morning roast and the show at Willard and Dibs, this is, this, everything has changed. About what we're talking about. You had the about. biggest buzzkill Monday ever. Yeah, no doubt. That would that's but, what we would have called it. But goo, they didn't. Nah, you're and right. they won and they you're found right. a way. Like I know I it's a that. simple saying, but we said find a way. Yeah. Like on your worst day, 
how do you, how do you react to it? And I think on your worst day when everything was going wrong, we could sit here and name them all again. We've done it like 15 times yeah. a day. Brock Purdy in the offense had a drive. He Man, was 6 did. for 7. He should have been 7 for 7. He was mentally tough enough to flush all the negativity that happened the whole game uh, on both sides of the football, if you will. And uh, I think when Green Bay missed the field goal, that it just it gave it all high. of us life as fans. It, the the sidelines said, there's, there's, our, there's our crack. And you, there's, a, there's the crack in the plumbing, and here we go. They're giving us a chance. Because you know what? You just painted a picture in my warped mind of the Niners were in their grave so many times, and Green Bay weathered was fourth and one, the 50-yard run from, from Jones. You can't cash that. Like, okay, we give you a field goal to where you got the Geico, the insurance of a tie. If we come down and score and you can't even get that, we're coming up out the coffin. Yep. We're going to win this game. Because yep. Green Bay, they, yeah, they, they had more than a few chances. That G- that gave us life. Like, yeah, here we okay. come. Don't, oh, don't give us another chance. And they gave him another chance. Let's go out to Matt in Oakland. What's up, Matt? Hey, Phil. How's it going? All right. How you doing, Matt? I'm great. I- I'm a basketball guy, so I think maybe I got a little perspective. I've been getting into the Niners because my baseball team abandoned me. Um, they're in the top 10% of the league, man. Um, and uh, their quarterback is probably the third best quarterback that's left. Maybe even fourth. Uh, the other two teams in the AFC have better quarterbacks, and one of them has definitely a better kicker. So if they don't have Debo, I think they're going to be in a little trouble. But they got a shot. Uh, they did something they'd never done. They won. That's all that matters. Uh, it was a little ugly, but do we care? No, we do not. It was an entertaining football game, and uh, I just hope they're all healthy. And I, I look forward to the next uh, couple of games, and that's all I got. I appreciate it. Appreciate the phone call. Uh, man, I mean, you couldn't ask for, as far as the advertisers and, uh, and Fox who put on the game, as far as entertaining. I mean, that, that thing went down to the wire. I mean, they love that. Yeah, a little more nervous than I wanted to be. But, <laughs> there you, the, but like, Fella, what's this dude talking dude, about? Dude, this is the playoffs, man. This, yeah. is, this, is, this is what you live for as a fan. This is what you live for as a player. And if you can't handle the heat and you can't handle the tension, like, don't be a part of it. Like, I think most Niner fans just want this to be easy. They want 30-point 30, 30 win, a 25-point win, a 15-point win, and we have it the whole way, and it's stress-free. But, like, when you're playing the best of the best and you get to this point in the season, there's a reason why why the Green Bay Packers blew out the Dallas Cowboys in their own yard. There's a reason why that Love is progressing to, I think he's going to be one of the guys. He's going to be up there maybe with Mahomes when it's all said and done because he's just starting to get his confidence and just tapping the resources that he has. So the fact that the Niners, I don't think they took them lightly. I think a lot of us fans took them lightly. I'm one of them. They were 9-8. and They got in late. I I don't want to sound like I know everything, but I told all of my friends who gamble i don't i don't bet i used to and i don't oh boy, i don't, I I don't like I to I, that. I don't like yeah. to lose bro like that's why i don't gamble good smart I, man. I, I hate to lose um but i told everybody take the packers and the points so this is the easiest bet you'll ever have take the Packers. did you say the that i did i got the group <laughs> chat i got the group chat proof right here and i and, and everyone's like oh no i'm on the niners no i'm on the niners, niners but that signals something of the niners that not that you weren't confident in that you think green bay could have like the niners they created this standard that i'm holding them to to where where I would confidently say into a microphone, it's 38-10 Niners. And I know Green Bay's been a cute story and they got hot late. But FP, Saturday night they, at home, they you're they the played. number one seed. They played, though. The Packers played. They, how many times do you see a wild card team win yeah. in baseball? I think wild card teams don't win the Super Bowl. I think only one has. I'm not sure. I, you can you can fact check me on that. But when you're playing and you have momentum, when you're playing and you have confidence, versus sitting around, it's almost like the car at the light that times the green light perfect, and the other car's sitting yeah. at the stoplight. And now you got to find your momentum. The other car just buzzes right by you. Like Green Bay had momentum. They had confidence. They had swagger. They just went and kicked the Cowboys' ass. Wow. So like they're coming in feeling themselves. And I was worried about this game because I saw Love and what he did and the passes. He was making off his back leg against the Cowboys right on the money. Like, who does the things he did against the Cowboys? So I was nervous about this game from the jump, weather or no weather, because you get stale when you sit around. I know you get healthy, and, you know, McCaffrey's supposed to get healthy, and they need the rest because football's so violent, and you play 17 weeks. Like, I get that. But, like, when you sit around, you get stale. In another team that's played and has confidence is coming into your house. It, they had the momentum at the light. So it, it, just from that alone, from that standpoint alone, what I saw them do the Cowboys on the road, 
in the way Love was playing, and the fact that the Niners were sitting around that scared me. So that's why I was like, take the take the Packers and the points. This is easy. Yeah, no doubt. Lori Matthews, our girl on the YouTube uh, First NorCal Credit Union YouTube chat, uh, stating what I basically overlooked. You know, weather games are obviously closer, but I knew it was going to be weather. But I was just so confident in the Niners. You know. Winning this one 40-3. But let's go out to uh, the Haystack. That's Hayward. Adrian has a different take about the game. What's up, Adrian? Hey, what's up, fellas? How's it going? All right. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about being positive and being negative. It's not about that. It's about being honest, honest with yourself. And what I saw was I thought Purdy needed too many chances. You don't get that many chances in the NFC Conference Championship or the Super Bowl. How many times were we saying, okay, this is it, okay, this is it? And on top of that, that arm, man, it's it's not that strong. But what about the last drive? It said, okay, this is it, and he was 6-7. of seven. He drove him right down the field. He should have been 7-7, seven of seven, and they won. That was the only, okay, well, this is it that mattered. It was the last drive. You think, you, do you think he'll get that many chances against the, against the Chiefs or the Ravens? They got to get there first. They got to beat the Lions. We can't assume they're going to beat the Lions. And if we do assume they're going to beat the Lions, they're going to lose to the Lions. And Joe Montana, and I'm I'm just saying this to you because you know didn't have the strongest arm. Eli Manning didn't have the strongest arm. He has two Super Bowls, so it's not just about the strongest arm. But you know, I don't know if you watched that game, FP, and you were worried about. Uh, I was just worried about more of the reads than the arm strength from Brock Purdy. <laughs> The, the glove pissed me off. Okay, the no, that I saw bad. the white glove on his head. I'm like, what? What are we doing yeah, here? I'm Pepsi and Michael Jackson. I don't. I here. don't know if like the grip and if you used the glove before and that's your thing. But I'm just like in the biggest game on the biggest stage. <laughs> like that, that. Here's why. Hey, boy, man. That means the weather and the grip. Whether it was it's pre, in your dome. Yeah, whether it was pregame or not, got in his head. And we that Fox had that great shot, and I've already mentioned it once on the broadcast or on our show today. Is when he caught the football, had it in his left hand, wiped his leg as he's dropping back, gripped the football and then threw it. I'm like, all right. So the, the, the grip thing was obviously an issue. Uh, the broadcast finally caught on. I was like, first play. I turned to my son. He's got a glove on. I don't like this. He's got a glove on. Like you haven't done. You haven't worn a glove all year. Don't don't wear a glove. Don't change anything. I don't care if it's he wet. Do it to Savage. Savage dropped that yeah, pick. Yeah, and he, he almost threw a pick with a glove on. <laughs> oh, you just here's the reason. Like. You, you don't have a feel for the football with a glove on. You just don't have the same feel. Yeah. You might have a little better grip, but you don't. You just don't feel it off. When you're spinning it, you just don't have the same feeling. So am I making this a bigger thing than it probably was? Yes. But like I just I didn't like the fact that he was showing me. I thought his, I thought his confidence was rattled based on just having a glove on to start the game and doing something that I hadn't seen him do before. My, I think my friends were saying he did it in a Cleveland game or something, but I've seen like other quarterbacks wear gloves, but they wore them all year. They don't just wear yeah. like in the biggest game on the biggest stage. So I, that, that bothered me. No, I it hear you. I appreciate the honesty, and I'm going to say this about Brock Purdy while I'm giving him more kudos. He didn't have a security blanket of Debo. Once Debo went out, I mean, that made Green Bay's, as far from a defensive standpoint, that made their job a whole hell of a lot easier, not having to deal with the jet sweeps and all that stuff, but still – to me, it made Brock's job that much more difficult. And at the end of the day, he let him down. Let's go out to uh, Los Altos and welcome Carl to the program. What's up, Carl? Carl. How about Scott and Hayward? I should have went to you earlier. Scott, oh, what's I'm up, baby? I'll be your Huckleberry. Hey, guys. Great show. FP, glad to hear you on 95.7. Love it. Uh uh, appreciate your takes, Guru. I want to focus on the positive a little bit. Okay. For all the complaints about Purdy's arm, he threw an absolute dart to Kittle where only Kittle could have got it in the, one of the tightest coverages I've seen. That showed me that he was shaking it off a little. Niners defense made a clutch stop on fourth and one, and on that last drive, there was that pass to Kittle right in the breadbasket that he tried to turn up field to run with and dropped. A lot of quarterbacks would fall apart. A lot of teams would fall apart right there. That put him in a really tough third and long. And on the very next play, threw a seed for the first down. I knew they were going to win the game right there. So, you know, let those Motor City Kitties come over to the grass field, slow down that track meet for Gibbs and Montgomery, 
Uh, Goff is prone to throwing picks a little bit more than some of the other quarterbacks that were in the playoffs. Hopefully we get Jair Brown back and prove the secondary a little. And hopefully the drive field lets some of our burst defensive linemen like Bosa get to the quarterback. We'll see what happens, but hey, go Niners. There you go. Yeah, so he's happy. And, you know, I ran down how many times this show, FP, the resume for Kyle uh, as a head coach with the Niners, just numerous accolades in regard to uh, Super Bowl visit, the fourth NFC championship game. But you, you threw this out to the fans. I mean, does that make you as a fan, all depending again, I guess, how old you are, if you hadn't seen the Niners win one, be that more thirsty for like, hey, this is all cute and good, but dude, I've been watching this thing. When are you gonna cash that ticket? Because I'm, I see both sides. If you're older in the fifth, you, you know, you've seen the Niners win it before. But man, if we're going back, they lost to the Ravens. You remember that heartbreak? Then you lost to the Kansas City, and I'm just, when do you get thirsty of, yeah, yeah, you know, it's cute, but we got to get it done. That's where everybody is right now. That wow. Everybody's there right now. I feel like 95% of Niner fans, if they don't win a Super Bowl, are going to say this season was a failure. Not that this was um, you know, tough to live with. They're going to say the season was a failure. And they've built these expectations. And when you look at like what they've done in the past and what they're doing right now, I think, I think they were a better team last year. I do. I think the, without Debo... That's the, interesting. The, the, the thing, the, the thing that, that I worry about with Debo... Is not that he's just another weapon. It's the physicality that he brings. Like Debo's going to knock you in the mouth, and it's a it, you can zero in on the other options like Ayuk or Kittle, and now you can lock in on CMC. If I'm playing the Niners and I'm Dan Campbell, and by the way, Dan Campbell scares me. He's a riverboat gambler. He's gonna he's gonna go for it on fourth down and the, the whole time, and he's gonna make decisions that are wild and crazy, and that could work for him, work against him. But w- when you look at the Niners' offense right now, if I'm the Lions' defense, I have one, I'm stopping. Christian McCaffrey. Damn. I don't care. that Whatever I'm doing... I think that's the cat's out the bag now. You're Brady's right. Brady's beating me. Kittle's uh. beating me. Ayuk's beating me. You you name it. Everybody else has beaten me except for Christian McCaffrey. No doubt about it. That man, that voice you hear is F.P. Santangelo. We got you until 2 p.m. We see your calls. When we get back, more Guru and F.P. right here on 95.7 The Game. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.